When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Australian Survivor. Survivor New Zealand. Survivor. 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 21 South Africans, 12 ordinary Australians. 16 New Zealanders. 15 Eight Australian Survivor exit interviews for Heroes vs. Villains. It is the penultimate week. We are truly down to the wire. And that means, obviously, that we're going to see some legends fall. And as we say, if it's a sad week of exits, it's a great week of exit interviews. So that is the silver lining again. And I did have two great exit interviews with two people I really am hoping to do some deep dives with after the season. But first, I spoke to Simon and then I spoke to Nina. So two people who contributed in their own way to the season so, so much. I love them both. And it was such a joy to speak to both of them and get some insight into their games hope that you enjoy that talking tribal is already out i will have a recap with adam klein which is so exciting that should be coming out soon and then the check-in with rob with a special guest evie jagoda so some incredible talent across the podcast guests this week so really really excited for these interviews hope that you guys enjoy it and i will see you on the other side Hi, Simon. Oh, my God. Hi. I'm so upset to be talking to you. You were so close. No. You were so close on the block, <laughs> so close in the game. I'm so sad. Oh, I know. How's that? Hey, I, I, I just, I can't believe it. Like, I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm relieved. I feel liberated. And I came, I got to the final six. Like, that's crazy. That's so crazy. What a roller coaster, hey? 
Absolutely. I mean, we're hoping to have a longer conversation about this, but I'd love to hit some of the highlights before we oh, do. Where do we start? I've got 42 days to unpack, but yeah, let's go. Yeah, we're not going to do all that today. It's it's genuinely <laughs> impossible. You had one of the, again, most, yeah, complete, probably in, in different ways, narrative arcs that I've ever seen. And there's so much to talk about. So we cannot get to everything. But I would love to start by asking about last night going into tribal council was the hope and the plan that you were going to do what you you were basically going to do um the the tribal council before and kind of three two one nina out of the game until she caught wind on the fact that as jerry talked about george being like the best person he's ever met that he would not actually be voting for george you know what like the the vibing camp was just so smug like on that whole like the whole time like you know george spilled it all out for us and you know uh, that actually told me that you know it's going to be you know the, the two two split and it's going to happen this way and stuff and jerry was never moving like I, it seemed that way that he was entertaining the conversation but he was never moving yeah. like and that was just so obvious the the whole time so that was pretty heartbreaking to kind of know and see that and then look yeah the, the, there was the opportunity for the you know the, the three two one and but it's like Nina and I were like we were cooked and it's like we had this realization that like one of us needs to hopefully be in the best position that we can to win and it's like if I can at least push you know Nina or or myself into the the best position then so be it but Matt Matt and George actually said to me they're like we will go to a split vote and you will you and Nina will pitch for your final like you know we'll make you pitch for the final spot. And they're also threatening a um a, a bag search as well, which was pretty, you know, pretty intense to kind of hear. And I thought that I might have had a, a better chance against Nina in the, you know, maybe in, in the pitch. If I had a chance to say that like I have nothing against my name. I have no moves. I am someone you want to be sitting next to at the end and then go out and Christy Bennett on on them. <laughs> um but like yeah they uh, yeah I think George, you know, he just he just wanted me gone. Um and so yeah, it was, it was kind of happening. It was just so disappointing that like I did the right thing. Like I got the intel, it was enough to spook George in the night before and then got done with the the non limb. Yeah. Like I had the one thing that goes right in my game after so long ends up being a non limb and I'm like I seriously like I can't yeah. I can't win. I can't win. Yeah. You had you'd outplayed Nina to that point to what you know what became a five one, but you you would have she voted for Jerry and you would have made it to the final five. So if anyone got screwed by the non-elim, it was really you, Simon, which is I guess yeah. kind of indicative maybe of the way that your game was up and down. Um, but but you didn't need to really Christy Bennett. I'd love to talk about this because your jury villa is like my favorite thing of all time. Uh, the jury loved you. They loved you so much. Like, what was your reaction? Was that something you were picking up on in the game? Or like, you get to jury villa, they're like throwing you parties. Or like, wh- just tell me about the, the the love of the jury for you. Yeah, that was really special. Um, and I think that kind of comes down to like, I really felt that you know, as the you know the I mean the heroes and people moved to the jury that started you know, dropping like flies against the vigilantes there. Is that I felt like I was one of the like the last freedom fighter to really be like mm-hmm. standing up to up to George and like you know just not following the following the pack. And every time that I I said something or I it was going my own way, I could feel and see like the nods and the shakes and the support coming from the jury, which was which was really special. And then when I finally got in there, I you know. Everyone was like, you're so happy to see me. Like, yeah, we're really on team Simon. Like we really wanted you to win. And I was kind of like, oh, look, this is really nice. Like they know I've had a rough trot. Like maybe this is just a bit of pillow talk. And then I realized I'm like, 
crap, like maybe, maybe that really was like, really did have that support. And, and that was like, that was pretty special to have that realization. Um, and it was after Sean left that I, I had to change my mindset being like, I can, I, I don't know how I'm going to get to the end. I, I, you know, I don't have a long-term strategy, but in this, I just have to make it day at a time. But if I can make it there, I don't have the obvious moves under my belt, but I had like a winning pitch and that was kind of scary. And I think, I don't think there was anyone left in that game that I wouldn't have had a really red hot crack at going head to head with at a final trouble council. Yeah, you're in a great spot and your jury villa. Everyone listening, go watch it right now. I might go watch it again. It is honestly joy personified and it's like <laughs> the best thing I've ever seen in my life. But okay, like the highs and the lows, that's the high. Let's talk about a low, Simon. Let's let's get to it, to a, a greatest tip that we have to talk about, the cookie idol. You find the cookie, cookie idol, idol in the jar. No, no, no wrapping. Like, you you know, you want it to be real. That That is evident. How does it happen? How, how are you so convinced? Because people like Haley laughing, but you were like, it's 100%. What part of yeah. it made you that sure? Well, I think I could definitely have my questions at the start. You know, you find this thing in a reward. It's got an official green emblem. There's no necklace. There's no note. Like there's there's questions there. And look, I think the I think the survivor gods like helped me uh, right. help me uh, help removed any questions right. that I may have had and and you know help me dismiss any doubts. And then you know further on down the track, I think you know that that language was then used back towards me. Um, so then you know that was kind of like once that's kind of you know your your words and then used back it's like oh you, you kind of you put all my questions to rest and was like yeah we're on here like that's great and you know you see you see weird things happen like over you know you don't expect it to be cookie cutter uh you don't expect it to be the same you know every time like if you're expecting different and new things and yeah i or maybe i just like I, I wished it into i manifested into into reality but that cookie dictated my entire game you know it it gave me it gave me the confidence to poke george and set up that epic final epic uh, tribal council in episode seven it then gave me protection when you know when people were trying to flush it but not directly voting for me it then gave me a uh, you know an opportunity to to make um to get in with the heroes and when sam had that conversation with me about like you know trying to bring me in and you know mateship and loyalty and stuff like that I had the idol in my pocket. Like I, like I was, I, he wanted to pull me aside. I went back to my bag. I grabbed it to show him at that time. So I was already a step ahead being like, they're going to want to flush it. Like, why don't I just try to get ahead on this one? So like, it then just set me up with the heroes. We got over to flick and thinking that this is all going to work out in my favor. I've made all these new friends and it all just fell apart and then left me in that spot where coming into merge, I had nothing. So like, that cookie idol from literally from day six or seven dictated my entire game. And so I, everything was just out of my control from that point, which is really hard to get your head around. Yeah. I mean, look, that, that cookie idol, that got you through some tough spots into a merge where you yeah. did win several immunities and a car. Like I should have done the domino meme about like cookie idol into you winning a car because I truly <laughs> believe that that piece of wood did turn into a car, like a pumpkin into a, a carriage. So there was definitely some good stuff there. I'd love to talk more about this relationship and this dynamic with George. I mean, head to head from the beginning, you guys were hurting my heart. I just wanted you to be friends. I know. Um, and it, look, it was, it was tense. It was dicey. He's coming at you. You're coming at him the whole time. You get into a good point with the vigilantes, but it, it it lasts very, very, like about two episodes, not a lot of ma- amount of time. And then you're oh. back at it. Like just explain yeah. the dynamic to us because I kind of feel like it's something you don't understand unless you're part of it. 
Yeah, you really don't. Um, look, I'll start on the vigilante side of things. Like, I was never part of that alliance. Like, I was never there. Like, there were so many other like, conversations going on that I was just consistently left out of. Um, and that's a really hard position to be in when you are, like, when, you know, you just, you you don't have the information, you don't have the agency. And, like, the only time you have, like, to actually think and process and talk back and give your opinion all happens at once, whether they've got a chance to like you know, work out what's going on, plan it all together, then come and consult me. And then I only have like that short amount of time because it's my, the only conversation I have with them when they are talking to me. Like that's really hard. Um, so yeah, I was never really part of that. Um, going back to George, like it's just from the moment he stepped on the beach, he's just such a huge presence and a huge player. Um, and you, you just feel it. Um, and like, I just, I knew what he was capable of. Like he came out here to, to prove that he was the king. Um, and you know, he did, he, and I knew that if he gets a run on, he will just be unstoppable. And look, I tried to, I tried to warn everyone because I, I didn't want it to be the George show. Cause I, we, we had that. And then sure <laughs> enough, like I, I tried and very early on, like, Shawnee, like after George wasn't there for the first tribal council, Shawnee wanted a strategic threat around the same way that I wanted a physical threat around. And sure enough, like I couldn't have Shawnee and George offside. So, you know, yeah, I, Shawnee had a way and I, I was quite like, I I thought it was quite tight with um, Shawnee, Liz, Geordie and, and me. Like I thought we were almost a four, but turns out that was more of a three, which is actually more of a two. So like, you know, it, it it's just funny how those things work. Um, but then, yeah, after that, you kind of got a run on and my, my bed was already made and I had to live with the consequences of my actions and deal with it from there. Yeah. I mean, to talk about George as well, the episode seven tribal council, one of, you know, they're saying, you know, they've said one of the best tribal councils of all time. And I would agree. What was it like being part of that? You even say like, George, you know, back in your home arena, he's like putting it to you and you're put in this position where it's like, do you play the idol for Stevie? Like what's running through your mind in that moment? Yeah, that was, it was just a lot. Everything crumbled in front of me that night. Like and in the lead up, I, I actually, yeah, I know, like a cookie. I actually felt like I was on the defensive with George, like the whole way through. Like I just. I knew like he was coming for me and like, I, I just knew I needed to get ahead of that. Like I just, I didn't have another option. Um, and then we got to that, that kind of tribal. I knew, I, knew I, I thought I had the protection of the cookie idol. And so I was in a position where I, I couldn't have a bit of fun with it. And, you know, having that protection there is terrifying looking back when you don't actually have it. But then in the real time, like just watching Geordie get outed for really being against me and, trying to process in real time what was happening as you know George didn't have much time to come to to come up with that plan but he at least from that challenge like was able to work out what he could do with people you know around him there and I didn't really think it affected my plan so much so I wasn't in that scrambling mindset and then when it came down to you know George is looking looking to blackmail me to you know play my idol for Stevie I'm looking around and I'm like, just have to take a step back. And the reality of it is, it's like, I can play this right now, but I'm screwed tomorrow and I need to do something for myself. And that's heartbreaking, but I'm like, I didn't fall for it. Um, Stevie didn't go. I stayed in the game and unfortunately Fraser was collateral damage. Um, and look, I actually really think I 
pair, I patched my relationship with Stevie back really well. Like it took a couple of days when Stevie went around and asked everyone about what actually happened and explained it all. But if I didn't think I had patched that relationship back up with Stevie, I wouldn't have been able to send him that destiny message later on. So like, you know, that was, that was a really special thing. I'm like, look, Stevie, you've just got to do whatever you can do from here to keep you, keep yourself alive. Like, you know, you've got to do it, but like, I will be here for you if we can make it through to merge and stuff, but like, yeah, just do what you have to do and don't like, don't come down with me. Yeah. Well, I mean, there were a couple of options for you socially, like Stevie definitely at the beginning. Sean was someone you seemed to really want to work with and probably the closest that anyone came to taking out George was at that final 10 where there's two idols, three people, you're immune. Yeah. And you give, you've obviously, like SM said in the exits and Drew Villa, like you're giving different information that you've received to Haley and that trips them up. Like where is your perspective as you're watching these idols being played as you're flipping? Oh. And that, that came very, very close until it didn't work. Yeah. And that was just hard to, you know, hard to watch back. It was hard to be a part of at the time. Um, yeah. I didn't even know about the second idol. Like, yes. you know, it's like, so it's like, I'm not even brought into that yeah. conversation. It's like, I've only got half the information anyway. I can't be seen to be talking to them. Like, I don't blame Sean and Nina for like, you know, what, why, what do they have to, how should they be trusting Haley? In like in that moment, like Haley's only been working against them. Like you've seen how much information how much correct information George has been giving Haley? Like in that point, like why do you, you know why does Liz when Liz tells David the false information? Yeah, why is that like one thing? But 100%. then when Haley tells Nina, like I yeah, I don't blame them for for not doing that. But I think it was pretty funny that you know, they chose to trust me after all we kind of been through um, over Haley. But like you know, mm-hmm. that was just like the final nail in my coffin, being like you know, everything, like that that rain cloud of misery just follows me around the game. It was really hard. Um, and then there was just this this smugness from the vigilantes um, after that. And so yeah, that'll be interesting to see the the um, implications of that on the the social dynamic coming into this end part of the game I guess and you know what it means for the final tribals and pitches and stuff like that yeah a hundred percent I mean for Sean you know so much stuff so like so much beautiful stuff you jumping into his arms like the the match made in heaven and you really wanted to work with him and I feel like he kept you at like extraordinarily long arms length like at first you you give him the idol he swears on his kids and then when the idol's not real, he seems like he's out. Like he, you, again, you work together again on this planet, the final 10, but yeah. you never really got on the same page. Like where was the disconnect there with Sean from your perspective? The disconnect came from not like, and I, I, I love Sean. I love playing with Sean. He, he was, it was so much fun. Evident, and like, he didn't yeah. need to promise on his, on his kids' lives. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You couldn't tell. <laughs> um, yeah, little, little bromance there. Um, but then like the fall down was just like, when we came into it, like, I didn't want to have to be like, I didn't want to have to run out and follow them when they had a conversation. Like when I wasn't being included in that way, it's still pretty obvious. There was always like a, a, they communicate to me, Hey, if you see us all going together, make sure you like, make sure you come and join us. But like, if you're having a conversation, someone's not there and you want them there, you go and get them. And so, you know, it just, I was never truly really part of it, which was hard. But then at the same time, like, you know, Sean and I did get along so well. And, you know, he, like we spoke so much about like, you know, how cool it would be to win an individual immunity challenge. Like we both really wanted like one of those. And, you know, it's really hard because when you win, you want to celebrate. And it's like, you know, for me, it's such a huge part of like why I fell in love with the game way back when. Um, And then to go out there and be in that spot and to win, like I just knew that Sean was someone that I 
that would appreciate that compared to everyone else who like, you know, actively cheering against me like that. So, you know, that was really hard. So, you know, I, I hugged everyone. That sure was actually the last one that I, you know, that was there and embraced. And it, like, just in that moment of being like, this is the one person who may be able to see through just, and, and just be able to appreciate what this means to me. Cause I knew it would mean a lot for him. And it just so happened to be at the same time that, you know, that, that George was, um, you know, although I was flipping, flipping on them, but like, that was that was evident that wasn't even part of the vigilantes in the first place. So it was it was yeah. always going to going to happen, whether like you know whether whether that moment happened or not. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Look, George is actively, as you said, like cheering against you in that challenge. So yeah, like, he was yeah. cheering against me before I yeah. even jumped into Sean's arms. Like he didn't yeah. want me. He didn't want me there. No, like, they were talking yeah, the whole the, time. The, <laughs> they'll they'll, exactly. they'll lose one along the way. Yeah, yeah, it was so obvious, and yeah, just the way that. I was never, I was never treated as an, as an equal there. And I think when you're an alliance, that's real, all you really want to want to be just be an equal. So yeah, I was, I was on the, on the bottom and just trying to work my way through the game. And, you know, that's why coming to merge, I try to play myself to the bottom and pull back and just watch them tear each other apart and manage my threat level there. So that was, that was, that kind of worked really well for me to get as far as I did. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have to talk so much more about this and I cannot wait to do that. Last question for today. The the fan reaction, I feel like, has been on the journey with you. I know that at points it's been really hard. I've been all in from Brains versus Brawn through this season and I think a lot of people have as well. But I know that parts of that have probably been great and the love and the snuff hats getting well sold out. Some of that's probably been hard. Like, can you just speak to being like the biggest character with George on the season and how... Kind of putting yourself out there for that was such a ridiculous story that everyone's going to have a reaction Whoa. to. Like, how has that been with the fans? It's it's been huge. Like, it's been such a journey, such a roller coaster, and I've had some of the highest highs and the lowest lows that uh, reflect what I what my time was like out there. Um, I'm so grateful for the opportunity I had to kind of play, and then it was really hard, like watching me back at the start and being like. Oh man, like there's so much of my character that the human side of me wasn't shown for so long. And then, you know, when I, I did feel like I was playing defensively against George to then be down in the dumps, to be kicked multiple times whilst I was down and be like, stop, stop. And then to come out the other side and to be the underdog and to do what I did, the fans have just been been awesome and so supportive there. So like that's really been overwhelming and I'm, like I take so much away from this game so much more than I thought. Like it's just, it, it's been very, very special. And yeah, I can't be, I, I can't believe it. It's panned out the way it has, but like, yeah, I, here I am and, you know, made it to the final six in a way that I, I didn't think it was possible. And to have so many messages of people like, I wasn't supporting you at the start. I was actively cheering against you, but then I, you know, I really want you to win. Thanks for standing up to, up to George and, you know, and uh, I felt like I was a bit of the voice of the audience as well, um, being like, you know, shaking his pawns, like, can someone wake up and do something? Um, but yeah, what a what a wild ride and wild journey. I'm just, yeah, I'm just so, so, so grateful that this game has given me so much and it's just been so special to be a part of. And what a season, hey? Like, so good. Well, so much because of you, Simon. I mean, the season has been, you know, chaotic, hilarious, like so many of those parts. Like if I look back at like the funniest moments, the best moments, I feel like you're probably part of like 90% of them. Like we are grateful for you because you made the season what it was, your enthusiasm, your joy, your passion, like all of those things, your humor have all been such a big part of why the season has been amazing. I genuinely don't want to accept that we're having this conversation right now. Like it just kind of (laughs) sunk into me and I feel 
really upset about it, but I really hope that we get to have a longer conversation about it. I'm so, so thankful. So much love for you, for your, your presence in the season. I think it was, you know, ne- so not more than necessary. It was like a cornerstone of what made it incredible. So thank you for everything. I hope that you are well. You want a car. It's all an amazing yeah. thing. And we'll talk about it for a little longer, hopefully after the season. Yeah, we will. It was just such a such a crazy journey. And thank you for all your support and everything you do for this community and like all your supportive tweaks along the way for coming along for the journey. It's been it's been so crazy. Um and like I came into this game, I wanted to leave a mark on it and I did in a way that I never thought was possible. And you know, I play with my heart on my sleeve. I was passionate, I was enthusiastic. And even when I knew that I was going to fail, like you just have to have some fun with it and be confident and because that's that's funny. That makes it right. No one wants to see someone like, you know, kicking their feet around in the dirt, being like, this isn't going anywhere. Like I'm going home. Like just go all out and, you know, falling flat on your face with your hands tied behind your back. Like it gives everyone a good laugh. And you just just leaning in because as a fan who got that shot, I'm just so grateful. Like I felt like I I owe it to anyone who has ever applied, who watches it from the couch that you have to make the most of that experience when you're out there and in the moment. And I feel like there's, you know, there's a few people who only realize that after the fact. So yeah, I've been playing for everyone at home who who would always want to be out there. So good luck to everyone who plays in the future. Yeah, who can apply now? Well, Simon, you definitely made your mark. I think that it is an unforgettable game and will definitely go down in history. <laughs> so thank you for everything and we will chat soon. Thanks so much. Thanks, Shan. See you, see you soon. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Nina, so great to talk to you. Not in this context, unfortunately. I'm really upset about that, but I'm, you know, always been glad to get the chance to talk to you. Thank you so much for having me. It really sucks to be here, <laughs> but no, all good. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, I don't know if, if anyone's pointed this out to you today, but maybe the reason is that twine women are meant to outlast 19 people on Heroes versus Villains. Just unfortunately, this cast was too big, Nina. That was the issue. Oh my God, I didn't know that. Well, I'm going with that one then. <laughs> yeah, it's, it feels right. It's another kind of poetic allusion to one of your mother's winning seasons, 100%. Nina, I have so many questions and I hope that we will get a longer chance to talk about this like we did last season after the season. But some some questions that I have, I'd love to know from you. If everything goes to plan last night and George does vote out Matt and you're left with Jerry and Liz and George at the final four, what were your plans there to get through to the end? Did you have like a next target in mind? Like what were you really thinking? What I was thinking was I'm definitely going to be with Liz and then we can decide together what yeah. we want to do. Of course, I'm going to push my own agenda. Does anyone really want George at the end? No, because he has a really, really strong resume. But at the same time, I have to consider her opinion because if that was the case, she would have saved me last night. It was her who wanted that to happen. And I would at least give her the respect of hearing out, you know, her point of view. Yeah, 100%. That makes sense. I mean, look, you've been pushing George. I'd love to hear at that vote after isolation, before that tribal council, did you go in, you know, in, you wanting to vote for George? Did you think that plan was on? And then Jerry's speech about how George is like the best person to ever live. Did that change your mind? Because that's kind of how it seemed to us on the show. Or were you kind of always going in knowing it was between you and Simon and you were going to take the shot at Simon? No, genuinely was going to vote for George based on oh what gosh. everything was said. I thought it was going to be him until I think you can visually see Jerry like twitch when um, unfortunately Simon called him a pawn again. I think he kind of got upset. And then, of course, you saw the rant and then you saw me turn. And I said, dang, this isn't going to happen. And then Simon and I had a quick chat like, OK, we'll just vote for each other and see what goes on. And that's why you also see me say, oh, my God, if I hadn't changed my vote, it would have been me. So thank God Jerry said what he said, because I would have been like a single vote out there. Yeah. And then just gotten sent home a day earlier. Yeah, for sure. I mean, how was that in isolation with Jerry? What were you like? We, we saw it. I feel like and we, that's like reminiscent of Sandra as well. I feel like the theme in the season of you coming back and being like, I'm going to cause the chaos. You know, I'm going to air all the dirty laundry and get as far as I can. Like, did Jerry seem amenable to it to you? Like, how how were you pushing that? And what were you kind of getting back from him? Yeah, at the beginning, he felt open. Um, he was really receiving everything I was saying. He wasn't asking too many questions, but he was listening and you could see him thinking. Then based on, you know, the little chat that he had with Matt, I overheard that. So I was like, OK, you know, maybe we're making some headway here. Um, So it wasn't, you know, hindsight. I was like, well, that was a waste of time. But at the end of the day, I really did get his gears going, which is why I fought the way I fought last night, thinking I had this crack in him. Maybe I could do one more thing to get him to completely flip, which did not work out. Um, but yeah, it, it was fun to kind of challenge myself to convince somebody who I really never talked to, um, even though I had previously tried or who was never open to really much of anything against George to get him to be like, oh, maybe I should. Yeah. I mean, in terms of like the idea of coming for George, 
Um, I, I thought there might've been an opening around the final seven. Like at that point, obviously you're getting blamed for this rogue vote um, that sent Sean out of the game. And we know that it was, sorry for using the word rogue, my, you know, for the, for the wrong vote yeah, on, um, on, on Sean. And so you choose to go through that and, and really work with George. Like you out Haley, you make this jacuzzi alliance and we see you pitched as a swing vote. Was any part of you at that point? Because obviously you, George is going to, you know, take you out later on, fires vote for you. Um, you're going to end up coming for him through that. But was any part of you thinking of doing it earlier when you could have possibly maybe got some numbers, it was difficult, but to, to get something there with Haley, or were you always kind of going to go against Haley? No, I always wanted to be with Haley. Um, and she can tell you that as well. The reason I pulled her aside that night was I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be the biggest move. I want to give credit where credit is due. I'm going to have an open chat with her. And instead of her being like, yes, let's do this. She basically was like, no, it wasn't me. No, it wasn't me. And I'm like, Haley, I know it was you because you right. said X, Y, Z two days ago. You said something to me yesterday. You were adamant about where the votes went. Like, what do you mean? And she could like, it wasn't me. Well, is it OK? And I'm like, what? So in all honesty, and I told her this as well, felt like she was insulting my intelligence. And so I was like, are you serious? How can I play with someone who is like undermining me and doesn't even think I'm on the same level? And I might not be on the same level, but at least I comprehended what happened that night. And I said, you know what? In my mind, this is great. George is going to be mad at me. Let me get with Haley and he won't see it coming. Yeah. When I had that chat with her, she then flipped my head and I'm like, oh my God, well, maybe I should go with George because she's not even trying to do anything. I didn't want an apology. I didn't want anything. What I wanted was her to say, Nina, let's do this. Let's figure something out. And I would have been happy with that. But instead she was like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, what? Like, are you serious? I sat there and thought to myself before having that nighttime chat with George, how do I see myself moving forward? If I go with Haley, Haley is super close with Simon. She's super close with Matt. And then Matt has Jerry. Then that leaves myself and Liz on the outs. If the George plan goes through and I could be next. I look at George and I'm like, okay, well, I can gain some trust with him. He also has all of those people. However, that leaves Haley and Simon on the outs. That gives me another chance with Liz, a relationship that a lot of people severed, unfortunately, um, you know, blindsiding Shawnee and doing all of that. And also Matt has been kind of open to having a few more chats. So I saw an avenue through George that would take me further, where with Haley, I was like, I could be one of the next ones for sure. Yeah, no, I totally see that. And I know that Haley has said that she regrets the way that it was handled after that tribal council. So that's like a real sliding doors moment if you guys can team up there. But I definitely understand from that numerical perspective as well. It was a really tough one. I'd love to hear more about your relationship with Haley because it's, there's a lot through that. I mean, you start off, you're on the same tribe. You're going to get to the point where you attempt to blindside her and then the non-elimination twist comes in. She flips on the heroes group. She tries to give you that information. It doesn't work. Like there are a lot of things going wrong here. Like where, where were we not getting on the same page throughout? Because I feel like that's such an interesting divide. Yeah. So from the beginning all the way until the attempt at Haley's blindside, we were actually quite close. She was like my sounding board. Mm -hmm. I would think of something and say, hey, can you tell me if I'm thinking of this, you know, analytically or am I letting emotions get in the way? And we had a lot, a lot, a lot of open chats about that, which is really amazing. Um, what I really wanted was Sean to go home, but I severed my relationship with Sam. So I went to them and said, hey, guys, I know I did this, but can we get Sean? And they said, actually, we can get Sean, but we want Haley first. And I said, done. I'll do it just to get rid of Sean and to mend my bond with you guys. Um, and then, of course, she caught wind of it, which made her uneasy, of course, expected at Merge. 
she kind of distanced herself. She knew that we were going to be upset about her flipping, but then we really did not talk. And when you watch Haley talking to people, she's very adamant and she is very upfront about what's happening, what's going on. You watch that chat with me and her on the hammock. We hadn't talked for days. And she just looks at me and says, if you have an idol player for Sam, like very nonchalant, very, you know, like out of the norm for my conversations with her. So I was like, oh, I kind of believe her. But at the same time, she is on the other side, you know, like the the weighing the pros and cons mm. and the facts that I have seen, it didn't feel right. And then, of course, even if I felt a little bit like this could be it talking to the boys, they're like, Nina, don't forget this, this, that. So they're reminding me of all those negatives um, when my gut initially and she can tell you this as well. I believed her. Then I was like, oh, man, but she hasn't even talked to me. Like, why is she giving? You know, it, it kind of just didn't make sense, unfortunately. And then, of course, even after that, I was like, oh, my God, she was telling me the truth. We can do something with this. She did what she did. And then the way she treated me after that vote was what flipped me where I was like, no, this isn't going to work. Yeah, 100 percent. I mean, something that you were a part of together was what Jordy was doing. Um, as you mentioned, kind of the, the trust broken in that you're like kind of forced to vote for Sam and you really are like held hostage in that situation when Jordy and Liz come to you for the two idols at the swap. What were your feelings through that? Because we see that you have a relationship and an alliance with Sam and he's having to go there. And, you know, Sean mm-hmm. has been locked into the swear and David Zaharak has told me like that that was kind of upsetting for you both. Like, where is your head through all of that on that day of trying to get some semblance? Mm-hmm of what you want or being like completely shoehorned here in a really unfortunate way that day my thought was save myself try to save david if both of us make it through great and of course Haley's along by my side we can do this together i go back to camp she told some of the boys but she hadn't told obviously sam or david so i ran to him because the last thing i want him being my number one at the time I didn't want the information coming from somebody else. Let me let him know, which I did not want her to do. I actually wanted to keep it under wraps because one, that is a dope blind side. Love Sam really genuinely did not want him to go, but a blind side is a blind side. And I love to be a part of anyone that I can. But then she told them what was going on. I needed to then create Um, or keep my bonds and make sure that they know, hey, no, I'm willing to tell you. It's not just her, you know, like, I'll tell you the truth too. Um, Which kind of was ringing alarms to me because I'm like, she ran to Sean and and Simon, told them what was going on. That's suspicious. She didn't tell me she was going to do that. But also she only ran to those two. She didn't tell everyone. So that kind of showed me where her trust lied. Um, but I genuinely wanted to do that blindside. And unfortunately, that didn't happen because when I saw her running back to everyone, I got nervous and I said, oh, my God, if I'm not going to tell them the truth, they're going to be really mad at me. But at least if I tell them what's coming, what could happen, they're going to be open to hear out why I did what I did or what my thought process was. Yeah, I mean, as you said, you wanted to save you and David. I don't think we got to see enough of what clearly was such an incredible bond with David. I mean, you had like these relationships we saw through the merge even later with George and Liz. And, and we didn't get to see, I think, enough of the dynamics on OG Heroes. Who do you look at as your most important relationships and alliances through the game? David, number one, Haley number two, oh, wow. Liz, number three. Yeah. And what was it with Liz? Like, how did you connect? Because you do, you're, you're part of the Shawnee blind side. And it seems like you guys like really continue. And even she votes you out like to isolation and then you keep getting back on the same page. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it necessarily, but there was just something about her that when she came for me, it was never like a personal thing. It was just like, I could see why she was doing what she was doing. She never kicked anyone while they were down. 
where sometimes it felt like other people may have been doing that. But she also was just like really funny and enjoyable around camp, at least for me. Um, So we got along in that regard. And so she always had like a soft spot in my heart and she was always very upfront and I appreciated her for that. Yeah. What about someone like Sam? Like we do see that you, you know, you, you work together a lot. Was that more like through David or you had your own like kind of thing as well? Initially through David, then of course he goes home. So I need to have him and Sean on my side. So we kind of formed our relationship um, at that point. It was just, of course he gets skittish and sometimes he'll say things that I'm like, Oh no, don't say that. Um, but I'm glad that we were able to come together on our own and just have a really good bond through his last few days. What about George? Because we do see, you know, obviously there's, there's reasons like Haley and then reasons numerically that you're with him, but he brings you in on the Shawnee boat and you guys, you know, I've had lunch with both of you before. So what was, does that kind of manifesting on the Island in a social capacity? Yeah, something I'll say about George, mastermind, great game player. He's going to say and do what he needs to do um, and how he wants to do it. But when all is said and done, he's quite funny and he's willing to talk to me. And like I said, Haley distanced herself. Matt distanced herself. Liz was always nice to me, but she's in the majority. She doesn't need to talk to me. George always, you know, whether he's telling me about his life, asking me about mine, whatever it is, always was funny and open. Um, And I think that's why I was okay with saying, you know what, I really never wanted to work with him yet. Here we are. Yeah. And I, and I hate to, you know, bring it up and I hate, you have to keep speaking to this and that this is a part of your experience, but obviously the comment in the first episode from Rogue, um, the like so insensitive and racially just a, a terrible thing to say. And, and, and it really went viral around the world as it should have, because it was that bad of a thing to say. So can you speak a little bit through your, your thought process there through the early days of the game and how that might've affected you and how you were dealing with that? Because it's such an unfair position that it puts you in um, to, yeah, to have that kind of callous comment. Um, and we see you speak to a little bit in, to, in tribal council, but we didn't get more from it. We didn't get a confessional from you. And I would just love your perspective on, on that. And I'm, it's something I'm, I'm really sorry that you went through as well. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, my thought process was mainly, you know, in the two seconds that I had to think, it went from what to hold on, process this to we're still on a game show where I can do something that can affect the entirety of my game. I've heard her say things to other people that I obviously didn't agree with, but I'm also not going to give her the satisfaction of getting to me. So I'm just going to let her say what she wants to say and just move on, you know, with my day and just leave it at that. Because I felt like any other thing that I would have said or could have said would have never negatively impacted me, whether that's emotionally in my own head, feeling like, oh, that was out of character for me. Or if somebody overheard it and was like, what is Nina talking about? What's happening? What's happening? And then it becomes this big thing that does not need to happen. Yeah. And then at the tribal council, like at that point, like obviously she has to go home, but you take that chance to to speak to it. Like, was there more that we didn't see that you had said as well? <laughs> I can say there was a monologue um, <laughs> that quite a few people can probably tell you about that felt really, really good to get out. But I will say um, I kept my composure. I made sure to be clear in what I was saying, that there was no one that felt attacked in any way, but in in hoping that they would at least hear out why I and some other people felt the way they felt. Um, And hopefully everybody can move forward. Hopefully some perspectives were changed in a positive way. Um, But yeah, I wish you got to see just a little bit more. (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, Nina, I'm so impressed with the way that you carry yourself. I think, were you the youngest person on the Heroes Tribe? I, you, I think Actually, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and it's it's crazy to me because I always feel like you're not just wise beyond your years, but I think Flick was kind of speaking to it in your jury villa as well. Like you carry yourself so well, you're put in this position where already like without you know as much diversity on the season, and to to have that comment made to you in the way that you have to like put in the position to speak to these things, even on this interview, like even in that environment. Um, it's not fair to you, but it's something that you continue to carry so well. Like I'm always so impressed by your resolve, your composure, the way that you can speak to things in this amazing, amazing way. I think it's something we've been really privileged to have through two seasons of the show and just the way that you can articulate yourself in confessional and talk through your plans and have these really great clarity of thought. So I was so happy to see you on the season again and to do so, so well. And thank you so much for coming on to talk with me. And I hope we get to talk more about it at another point. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate your kind words. Yes, I really mean it, Nina. You are the princess. You, I feel like you're everyone's daughter. Like, I feel like, you know, through this season, it's like global survivor is like, you don't come for Nina. You, we're we're going to, you know, it's like that that meme, like, where we're holding holding you back. We're like, don't even. Um, I feel oh, that yeah, yeah. You're very much the survivor community's child and we love you and we always have your back. So thank you so much. It was great to talk to you today. Thank you so much. Love you all as well. I appreciate it. All right. Bye, Nina. Bye. There you have it, everyone. Two really, really great interviews. And I do hope to speak to Simon and Nina more about this in a hopefully extensive deep dive series after the season is over. So I'm going to go get ready for my recap with Adam Klein. Hopefully that's out soon for you guys as well. Until then, Talking Tribal, I also have an article on 10 Play just going through the last couple of weeks and where we might go to from here. And then we're going to have the check-in with Rob and Evie. So a lot of content, you know, as always, I appreciate so much. Anything you're checking out, anything that you are listening to, I just appreciate all of the support. So thank you guys so much. Eight weeks in, we are we are nearly there. It's been a, a really, really fun time and it's also been a lot. So thank you all so much for listening. Remember to follow me at Shannon Gates, subscribe to the International Survivor Hop Ups feed, and I will see you on the recap. Bye. Australian survivor. 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 Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.